You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, welcome back to the overnight crowd on SEN across the SEN network, and of course on the SEN app. Now we are. We are sort of in a hibernation period where we go from the summer sports. So your, your NBL, which is, is in the playoff series and the finals, the A-Leagues winding down. And we look towards our winter codes. And one of the domestic competitions this weekend is kicking off. And that is the Super Rugby. The Super Rugby season. Uh, Super Rugby Pacific kicks off on Friday night. Of course, you can catch all that action on Stan Sport. But joining us now is the host of the Inside the 22 Rugby Podcast. It is Will Daly, who we haven't spoken to for a while now, but Will, welcome back to the Overnight Crowd. No, thanks for having me on, mate. It, it has been a hot minute, but um, yeah, love, always love coming on, so thanks for having us. No worries, mate. And I mean, look, yeah, you, you mentioned a hot minute. What, do you, what have you been up to over the summer? I, I'm sure you, you've been getting around plenty of other sports, but Dales, what have you been up to, mate? Uh, mate, just um, getting into a bit of the cricket. Um, yeah. It was a good summer for, for the um, for the Aussies, so good to get behind behind them. Um, but as the sort of uh, cricket season's slowing down a bit, just looking forward to Super Rugby. Yeah, well, that does kick off uh, on Friday, so not too far away. But we haven't spoken since. Uh, pretty pretty big news here in Australia, and I think it's sort of transcended quite a few sports. Uh, I know in Victoria they were taking plenty of calls about this man, Eddie Jones. Uh, was announced as coach earlier this year. What'd you, what'd you make of that? What'd you make of Dave Rennie getting sacked, Dales? Uh, look, it was it was a surprise to happen so soon prior to a World Cup. Um, although the Wallabies have had a have had a history of doing that with Checker going in with about eleven months before the twenty fifteen World Cup, but. Um, yeah, look, it's it's exciting. I think if there was one person that you could uh, sort of warrant getting rid of Rennie for, it'd be Eddie Jones. Yeah. Um, he's done so well with England. He sort of fell off a bit in the last sort of 12 to 18 months, but um, he turned that English team from getting kicked out of the, uh, the World Cup in the pool stage um, to then going undefeated the following year. So he knows what he's doing. He, he can turn a team around quick, smart, and I think he 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 has a big chip on his shoulder after the 2003 World Cup exodus, um, obviously losing to England. Um, so yeah, I think he's the right man for the job to come in and, and sort of clean up um, the Wallabies. Well, what it was pretty evident in the European Tour late last year, Will, was that uh, we we do have some of these next generation players who you think are going to stick around for a while. So we we do have. Quite a bit of depth, I mean, across the park. Maybe not so much at the fly half and fullback region, but it looks like a good crop of young players at the Wallabies at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting players um, who are quite quite young, um, who are sort of putting their hand up for, for regular spots in that gold jersey. Um, I think Rob, Rob Valentini is probably the best example of that. Um, being announced today as a Super Rugby Player of the Year, 
So, yeah, there, there is a bit of maybe a lack of that one person standing up in the fullback and, and five-eight position, as you mentioned. But if you look across the different squads uh, for Super Rugby teams uh, in the in the Australian division anyway, there's there's a lot of talent. We just need one of them to stand up and say, no, this is my jersey going forward. Um, if you want to take it off me, you've got to, you've got to beat me more or less. Yeah, we are talking to Will Daly, the host of uh, Inside the 22 Rugby Podcast. You can get into touch with us anytime you like, 0433 or you can give us a call, 1300-736-736. Friday night, Super Rugby Pacific kicks back up. Will, so far, who are the most exciting Australian teams for you? Uh, as a Brumbies fan, it pains me to say that the Waratahs are looking like red-hot favourites to be the, the best-performing uh, Aussie team this year. They've got the the most, definitely the most depth out of all, any of the teams. Um, if you look at just their back row, they've got um, about five Wallabies um, <laughs> in their yeah. back row element of their squad. Obviously, five doesn't go into three, so they've got uh, a lot of experience and a lot of talent coming off the bench in that region. Uh, really young, hot, uh, red-hot um, player, uh, George Jensen, who's getting his start straight out of high school last year. Oh, yes. Um, they've just got a lot of talent, and they could be a real handful. Yeah, definitely. And we sort of saw another player that I'm really looking forward to, uh, and for our listeners across the country, he sort of started the European Tour, one of the wingers, Mark Nwanda Nidawasi. Uh, a very live wire winger, but I think for the New South Wales Waratahs fans out there looking for a good year. Now, Dales, you mentioned that you're a Brumbies fan. Uh, they've got a pretty settled lineup, and, and, you know, pretty much for the last couple of years, they've been the benchmark in this Australian competition. Yeah, no, they definitely have. They always seem to, to extract the very best out of their players, and they've got a very good um, history of developing um, developing the young sort of offcuts, if you will, from uh, from the Brumby, uh, from the Waratahs and the Reds. You just have to look at the, the Michael Hooper and Adam Ashley Coopers in the past who who um, get denied initially from the from the Tars and all of a sudden the Brumbies snap them up and the next minute they're playing the Wallabies. So they're they're, they're very good as an organisation and they've uh, they they've proven that um, you know they've got that that winning formula and they've they've still got a very strong squad. Don't get me wrong. Um, so it's going to be pretty close between the Tars and Brumbies up the top, I think. Now, you mentioned up the top uh, a side who, who's sort of been down the bottom for a while now is the Melbourne Reynolds. Uh, look, they've got a cracking Australian player, Rob Leota, in their side. How do you see the Rebels season going this year, Dales? Yeah, look, the Rebels, I think they're going to have a, a much improved season um, from the last couple. They've, they've still got a lot of young talent. They just seem to never be able to to put two performances in back-to-back and, and really hit that consistency. But they've signed a big um, international player. Well, I say international and that he's, he plays for Italy, but he's actually homegrown Aussie, uh, Monte Ioani, on the wing. And he he um, showed how good he was in the uh, Wallabies versus Italy game, scoring a try against us and obviously getting the win. So they've, they've, they have got a, um, still got some really good young talent. Um, obviously, they've got... Reese Hodge and Andrew Kellaway as well, yeah. who are quite stable in the back line to sort of um, lean, have the younger guys lean on them. Um, it's just about trying to get that, that consistency. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they'll start their season away to the Western Force. Now, it's a couple of years since they've been reintroduced 
uh, into the competition. Do you, do you read much into the Western Force this year, Dales? Yeah, they've got a couple of um, of key signings. They've they've stolen Michael Wells, the Rebels captain from last year. Um, they've also taken Hamish Stewart from the Reds. Uh, he's starting at ten this week, and they they do actually have a fair bit of uh, a bit of young talent as well. And the the likes of Isaac Fines, Lely Wasar, and and Bailey Kunzel, both former Brumbies players, um, and they've also taken Falau Fangaya from the Brumbies as well. So they're they're doing a bit of uh, off season. I guess poaching, if you will, um, and they showed last year that they could they could really go with the best of them. It, it, they sort of seemed to play at the level of their opposition. Like they put, I think it was round one last year. They were up against the Brumbies with about 50 seconds to go before conceding a try on the buzzer. Um, they looked all the money to beat the Blues uh, before letting in about four quick tries in the second half. It, it's just, I guess, similar to the Rebels is that consistency. Yeah, well, I guess they, um, they've got a new head coach in Matt Hodgson, who is, I guess, a Western Force legend. Uh, the, the team we haven't mentioned now, uh, James O'Connor, who's a former Wallaby international, played down there at the Melbourne Rebels. He was uh, quite surprisingly left out as the starting number 10 for the Reds this weekend. Yeah, the Reds seem to have um, <laughs> they've gone the youth again with um, Tom Liner that the son of um, oh, yeah. Mo- the, the Wallaby great, Michael yeah. Liner, yeah. Um, and so that's going to be a, a, a very uh, big welcome to, to Super Rugby going up against the Hurricanes um, oh. and the likes of uh, Artie Sevilla running in your channel. But um, look, he's done, a, he's done a, he's clearly a good enough job to, to knock um, James O'Connor off that pedestal. So um, we'll have to just wait and see how he goes. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, look, I'm just hoping this is the year that we really... I mean, Tate McDermott has been quite a solid performer. I think captain there last year at the Reds. I'm hoping it's his year to A, announce himself as a first choice Wallabies number nine. Dales, as a former number nine yourself, what do you think about Tate McDermott being our best choice halfback? I I think... If you're going off Super Rugby and the, the the style of play that's played in Super Rugby, he's he's the best suited for that. When you take it to the international game, and you've got that half a second less time, um, the fence is just up. It's a lot slower. It's it's more physical. Um, it's a lot more kicking and territory. I just don't think he's just got it over Nick White. I still prefer Nick White for the for the international role. Uh, but Tate is so dangerous to bring off the bench with 25 to go against lazy forwards who we know he loves his, his running game. He's probably the, the, the best running nine that we've got in the country. Um, I just think he's just behind Nick White in the, the fundamentals of, of international footy. But uh, he's publicly come out and said that he's he needs to up those parts of his game. So if he's aware of it and he's obviously working on it, then I think this could be the year that he, he stamps his authority on that nine jersey. Well, the Reds will take on the Hurricanes uh, up in Townsville on Saturday night, 7.30. Uh, look, it's going to be a big game, hopefully, for them. Taniello Tupo is out of the match at tight head. So he, he's he's actually off to the Rebels, but, yeah, he's out of round one. Uh, in terms of these round one fixtures, there's uh, one, I suppose, the headline fixture will be on Friday night. 
It is the Crusaders taking on the Chiefs down in Christchurch. Uh, of all the Kiwi teams, the Crusaders, they are, look, traditionally one of the best. Do you think they'll slip much this year? Oh, mate, it's hard to hard for them to ever slip, really. <laughs> yeah. You look back through the years, they're, they're always either in the, in the final, the semi-final, or somehow missed out because they've got a, a, a bunch of injuries. They're never too far away from the top. Um, and when you've got players like Scott Barrett, Richie Mwanga, uh, it's just it's really hard for them to just to not be going in as as pretty high, if not the favourites for the for the comp. But the, if you look at the Chiefs lineup, they've strengthened their numbers with Daniel yeah. McKenzie coming back as well. Um, so I think that's probably going to be one hell of a game to open up the season. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Will Daly, we're going to be able to catch all the action on Stan Sport. There's an absolute smorgasbord of rugby within this country. Now, have you watched much of the uh, Six Nations that's going on over in the Northern Hemisphere? Yeah, I have actually. Uh, my housemate's English, so it's actually oh, okay. very nice to see them lose um, yeah. and give them a bit of stick after they they, they came down and beat us last year. So, um, But, yeah, no, Scotland have, have seemed to really turn um, turn everything on coming into a World Cup year. Um Obviously, beating beating England, um, not convincingly, but it it never looked like it was impossible. No. Um, which they've, in the last couple of years they seem to have uh, England's number, but historically uh, that's obviously not the case. And then Ireland as well, looking red hot, uh, red hot coming into a World Cup, um, the number one team in the world for a reason. Their their defence is outstanding. They're they're such a structured team that allows Sexton to just basically do whatever he wants. He looks like a puppet master out there half the time. It's just the uh, style of rugby, which is it's sort of gone away from what we've traditionally known from uh, Northern Hemisphere teams. There's a lot more attacking flair going on uh, in terms of games this weekend. Italy will take on Ireland. Now, I think I saw a tweet during the week that said, well, we shouldn't be too surprised if Italy somehow come out and cause a miraculous upset. They were quite good first up. Uh, against the French. Uh, the French do take on Scotland and then Wales and England. So there's plenty of rugby to get your hands on this weekend. Of course, you can catch all that on Stan Sport. And Will Daly from the Inside the 22 Rugby podcast. Mate, thank you very much for coming back on and joining us here on the Overnight Crowd. No, thanks for having me, mate. Been a pleasure. Well, mate, you go and uh, enjoy all the footy this weekend. <laughs> yeah, will do. I'll be... Uh... Supporting the Brumbies from uh, right next to the new Tar Bar at Allianz Stadium, so it should be a cracker. Oh, the Tar Bar sounds delightful, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, a couple of, couple of DJs in there, I think, with some uh, a little a party terrace or something I saw. So, oh well, uh, should be should be good fun. Well, mate, you enjoy that, and we'll uh, chat soon. Sounds good. Thanks again, mate. No worries. Uh, will Daly there from Inside the Twenty Two Rugby Podcast. This is the Overnight Crowd. Yeah, rugby season around the corner. The Super Rugby kicking off in only a matter of hours now. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Do you have do you have any suspicions on who who's going to be the best Australian team? Let us know. You can give us a call one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Plenty more still to come. This is the overnight crowd. This is SEN. We'll talk soon.